Are we ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes, I am. Excellent. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Fernando, you picked a film called Pink Narcissus this week. I, um, I did. Where did you come across this? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this year, back in February, I was, as usual, reading the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And um, the director, James Bitwood, um, died in January 31st. So the article of his oh. death was published oh. in February. And they, along with the article, they published photo, photos um, of his work. And these were very nice photos, nice pictures. Yeah. Um, and they also mentioned that he had directed a movie called Pink Narcissus that at first was not, um, I guess, very well received, but then... As time went by and they discovered the identity of the director, mm. um, it became more known. And yeah, I guess it had some kind of a cult following, I think. Okay. And so I was like, well, I must watch, watch this film then. And mm. ever since I've been trying to watch the film, <laughs> except there is no, well, I mean, I still can't find a legal way to do it. And I also cannot find an email. Well, I, mean, I now have found a way. I'm not sure what kind of way it was, but um, I, I, I also couldn't find an illegal way to to get the movie here in Mexico City. Maybe I should be more literate in, in those Dark fields, dark, dark, dark <laughs> um, yeah, black market fields. Um, but I'm glad that I now I've seen it. I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good, good film. Lift up to your expectations. I just don't know. It was. Yeah. It was a film, and <laughs> it was, was it? that. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Is that what it was. <laughs> And wow, um, have you? Has anyone ever heard the Gross Fugue by Beethoven? No, no, not that I'd recognise. I see. Well, um, maybe after the. After, after this episode, you can you can listen to it and see if it reminds you of Pink Narcissus. I just don't know what to think of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if it was. I I just don't know what it is. I don't know mm. what to think of it. Um, yeah, I think we'll spend some time categorizing this film before we before we really dig into it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. C- I, I, certainly, unlike anything we've watched before. Uh, not even song to song because song to song had some dialogue. Yep. Uh, I wonder if this is the first film where basically there is no dialogue. In, yeah, in I don't the, think we've had a film yet in, that, in this... that has no dialogue. What about Nosferatu? No, yeah, they, they did have dialogue. You're right. What about Kitbull? Kitbull? Oh, yeah. Kid Bull, indeed, well yes. Well, this is the first 
the first major film, the first mm. first feature film with no. Film. Was this a feature film? It's an Why hour must and you ten ask minutes. Difficult questions. <laughs> well, the New Times also, when it came out, reviewed it, and part of their review was that the film was a passive, tackily decorated surreal fantasy out of that pre-gay activist era when homosexuals hid in closets and read novels about sensitive young men who committed suicide because they could not go on. That's the that's the introductory uh, wow. paragraph. And the end of the article um, says, it is sad and very vulnerable, as serious as it is sappy. <laughs> that's wonderful. What an excellent... <laughs> Why are we even meeting? We'll never write anything or say anything as as clever as that. It's <laughs> probably why people don't listen to us. <laughs> I have to say I somewhat disagree. I thought that the opening sentence captured something about the tone of the film. <laughs> but I I don't think I'd describe it as a serious film. Would you not? I would. Nor sappy. Oh, I totally would. Yeah? I mean, to be fair, I've been trying to pin down... A word, or, or or even a collection of words. There's so many words that you could describe this film with. It, it's go on, give us your top pouring five. with adjectives. Adjective, yeah. What, what Languid, five? restless, yep. languishing, uh, <laughs> sensitive, gentle. I don't know. I could go on and on and on. Intimate. Uh, Not sure. I really got gentle either. Uh, I mean, at, at times, a uh, brutal, aggressive, disgusting, mm. horrible. Yeah, should we should we should we do the whip round? We could do the whip round. What should did you start... think of it, Michael? <laughs> this film had very little going for me. <laughs> um, there were I I had I really struggled through big parts of this film. I did watch it all, but I was <laughs> it was not a comfortable or easy watch for me. Um, we, <laughs> Laura's often used the phrase, but it's not. For us, maybe it's for a particular kind of audience, and I, I think it is—it's uh, very clear that I was not the target audience for this film. Um, Who was the target audience of this film? Not I Michael. think the target audience is gay men. What? This film was about gay men. <laughs> yeah. So we get the gay gong. Not, not about gay men. Gay gong. We're just ringing for the men. stuff. <laughs> Laura's going to have some weird theory later on about how everyone in it was heterosexual. <laughs> um, yeah, this was this was a work of gay erotica. I, I'd go so far as yeah. to say this was a pornographic movie. Yes, I would agree. With um, that. Which was like, I had to. I watched this on the train. Oh no! And with the sound like, on. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm watching this on a train. <laughs> Did anyone walk by? Yeah, the, literally the conductor, I think, saw the ejaculating penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite impressed for quite a long time. I was like, yeah, this is really quite explicit, and yet they haven't shown us any penises yet. And that was like and a third of the way so through, and then the penises. rest of it was just penises. <laughs> um, yes, it was It was so explicit, and it. I thought there wasn't, they did some interesting stuff in terms of the like the art of it and the feel they they evoked a lot of a lot of feelings but it was overall i think this this was yeah you you had to 
find like I don't know erotic satisfaction from looking at a bunch of naked men and that is true for a lot of people and good luck to them but unfortunately that's just not doing much for me (laughs) and I don't think it had the the art and the something else to make that worth watching for me I thought it was refreshing more penises please (laughs) okay (laughs) well so what, what would be your summary Laura God, I don't. I'm like Fernando. I have no idea. I don't know what happened. I don't know what I was yeah. watching. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it was interesting. I think it provoked a lot of strange emotions. Couldn't tell you what they were though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, okay. I was. I was very, very bored for a fair chunk of it, and then other times I was like, "Wow, this is amazing. This is really." It was so pleasingly pink. <laughs> yeah. I love pleasingly pink. pink. So I loved all the scenes in the pink room. <laughs> Claire, what were your thoughts? Well, overall, I did not like it. No. Um, the, it. There wasn't really a story or anything to engage with, and then it was just just naked men, and didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's my position. Okay. <laughs> w- would you agree with the categorization like erotica? Is that what this was, or was it yeah, something else? Does that include porn? Yes. Yeah. 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 It was just it was a film about sex, wasn't it? It was just just getting to look at people being sexually aroused and sexually arousing um, yeah. and you don't think there was any any other major layer to it um i don't know i mean it was all like a dream sequence or something wasn't it it was all it was yeah. clearly trying to convey something arty but that was lost on me yeah um, and that wasn't just to set the tone for the porn you think that was a a sort of work of art in itself yeah, I think that the 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 dreaminess was the point of it, and then the sexuality was to give that dream context rather than the other way around. Okay. For me, that's what I thought anyway. Yeah. So I thought I- it was exploring these fantasies and stuff, and then it just so happened that, you know... It all involved sex because it was a prostitute. So, could, could we summarize it very quickly? Like, how would you summarize it? What would you, <laughs> you describe mean summarize it? the story? Yeah, if you had to tell someone what it was about, is about a guy's fantasies about sex. So he's a he's a transactional sex worker, right? Yeah. And he- I didn't get that. I I read that before I saw it, so I had that in mind that he's he's a a prostitute. Yeah. Okay. So that's so he's having these escapist fantasies. Yeah, that's which the impression put him in I different got. places like the Matador and the Roman soldier mm. and Yeah. And but it the, occurred to me that most of the fan- yeah, yeah. Most of the fantasies were revolving around his own satisfaction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seemed like he was a he was a you know, a, a buyer of sex rather than a a prostitute. Mm. 
Those were the dreams, though. Right. So th- these were the the these things were... he was thinking about while he was actually engaging in the other side of it. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah I didn't get that. What did you think was happening? I thought he was. I, I thought he was a, a young gay man mm. um, living in 1971 when, um, as the New York Times says. Uh, being gay meant being in the closet mm. um, for most people. And he was living his life get, like the guys in Prick Up Your Ears, um, mm. just get, going around and, yeah, get having having sex with men that he could find in, in various situations mm. in, in some place, sometimes in a... Uh, a slightly frightening, slightly sordid sort of way, and other times in a a more comfortable sort of way. Uh, but uh, and he was um, also desperately in love with himself mm. Uh, mm. in a way that seemed to, which I guess is is to do with narcissus. I guess yeah. I guess we'll talk about. Um, but he he seemed to be to have a sort of sexual relationship with himself uh, as well as with these other partners. And that, that's what I say it was. That's what I say the the story behind it was. Mm. But yes. I do have to say it it seemed to me like this was all basically just a a what's the word to say it? Like a vessel for just like porn scenes. <laughs> like erotic cinema. Uh, mm. basically just designed for <laughs> stimulation. Huh. Was what I thought. Yeah. Hmm. Did I did I get the the story right as far as you're concerned, Laura, or was it? What, yeah, what that was all. Different? No, no, that that sounds that's on the on the money. Right, but you say he was a prostitute. Oh yeah, apart from him being a, a prostitute. Yeah. Okay. Um, did anyone else look up stuff about the film before they watched it, or did you all go into it? Kind <laughs> Not of? a thing. Oh, you never do. I'm always impressed. I mean, I read I read the article. Oh, of course, yes, <laughs> you read the article. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in fact, I think I must have seen something on BFI Player about it, but no. Nah. I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> was, uh... Oh God, that was very. Well, I can't. Yeah. I cannot do that. I don't. Know what it is? <laughs> I'd have needed to turn it off immediately. Let's go and read about it. <laughs> I watched the trailer and I thought, mm, I'm going to need some context for this. I think. Um, oh, well, which I think endeared it to me a bit more because I learned what an important film it was in in gay cinema history. Um, yeah, it was, was it? Yeah, but well, apparently I read a few articles now, and I'm sure. I mean, Fernando, you probably read this um, as well. It was really influential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very influential on a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, I mean that's yeah. all well and good, but I do think a film should stand on its own merit as well as just yeah. the context of it. Well, it just reminds me of our conversation we had about. A chip in the sugar versus lucid. Yeah. Which is that if something has achieved something, you know, like it's it's provoked other things. That yeah. There's merit in being avant-garde, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, testing the boundaries and the water. Yeah, you're doing something totally new and interesting, which makes it interesting because it's, because it's new. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with myself on that, but I just think it's. Do you mean Claire and I are like the uh, 
the jaded art teacher going, this was a boring art experience. <laughs> yeah. You just ruined it. <laughs> it's like a boring sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> um, so 1971 was when it was made. Where does that put it in the whole censorship and representing sex and movies and stuff? I don't really know. I think that's quite far. I like believe a... what's in. I think. I think the only thing that I've read about is that um, it was not until 1973 that some kind of medical body of professionals removed uh, homosexuality from the, I guess, the mental illnesses. So. Yeah. In 1971, I guess, not being heterosexual was considered a mental mm. illness. It's wild, isn't it? The 70s were such a dark time for films. My God. They're all like this. They're all upsetting. What other 70s films are there? Watership Down. Oh. <laughs> Shrek. Um, let's look at that famous set. they're all they're all like this they're all dark and depressing Vietnam I suppose bad knobs Greece. and broomsticks was pretty tough yeah but you know they've got a dark edge to them I think yeah yeah I guess I see what you mean Midnight Express oh wow yeah Saturday Night Fever yeah the Godfather. Yeah, it's got a dark side. Apocalypse Now. Taxi Driver. Yeah. I've never seen that. Taxi Driver. That's dark. <laughs> Is it? Mm. That's yeah. That's an uncomfortable film to watch. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, I love that film. So they got the seventies. They were a good time. They were a good time for films, yeah. even though they were all extremely dark and upsetting. <laughs> I don't know if this was dark and upsetting. I think it might have been. I think I was upset. I can't. I don't know. I was definitely uncomfortable. I'd like oh, someone to tell me how to feel. I'm like, I feel, I feel that, Fernando. Like, can someone just explain? <laughs> Do you find this a My dark experience. film, Fernando? Did I find it a dark film? Uh, mm, no. Or I mean, some scenes were dark, uh, but in the sense that there was there was um, little light. Um, <laughs> but. Um, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think I would, I would describe this film as dark. Okay. Um, hmm. I also do not know how I would describe it, but maybe knowing that I would not describe it as dark is, is this, this, this step. Yeah. yeah, that's something. Um, did, did you find it interesting, engaging? I was surprised that. It was so long, yet it wasn't long. I think it was an hour and 11 minutes or something like that. And yeah. I, thought it, I thought it lasted like three hours. Um, okay. Did I find it engaging? Um, at parts, yes. Certain parts were engaging. Um, and was that parts boring? And there were certain parts that... I was not understanding what was happening. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. 
I know we've been discussing dark movies in the 70s, but <laughs> have you all said whether you think this film is dark? I thought this film was dark in places. I thought some parts were just um, were just sort of, I guess, erotic. But I, I thought some parts, like uh, early on in the like the sort of dirty public bathrooms and mm-hmm. in the the sort of New York sequence near the end where they're all in the street in mm. phone boxes and stuff. They were, it was quite, quite an upsetting and, and frightening environment. I thought. Mm. Mm. It felt unsafe. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if that was catching, capturing something about life as a gay man at the time, or if it was just meant to, I don't know. I thought maybe that was just New York City back then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> could well be. <laughs> um, by the way, I've also read that most of the film was filmed in James Bidwood's, um apartment. Um, oh, right. So, so everything was <laughs> indoors. Wow. It's quite incredible, actually. Like, it really... Uh-huh. I think I what did it take him like seven years to make or something? Yes, it was filmed over wow. seven years. Gaming don't age. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's uh, interesting. Gosh, like boyhood, isn't it? Really, <laughs> really been on a journey with with this man. Absolutely. So started we in nineteen sixty-three. I guess. Took him the entire time the Beatles were a band to make this film. Yeah. <laughs> Such voices dripping with uh, <laughs> something. I don't know. It was quite funny. Um, I also I read that the the distributors got fed up of him constantly just editing and just release it without his permission. Wow, which he was furious about. <laughs> Um. He released it anonymously, right? Yeah, no bloody wonder. Do <laughs> is that is that just because it was so challenging or outrageous or? Well, who knows? But um, I guess the official explanation is that because the film was released without his permission, and apparently a version of the film that he did not particularly like was the one that was released. He decided hmm. to not have his name credited. Wow. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, curious though. Hmm. What were you going to say, Claire? Uh, oh, we were talking about it being a dark film. Michael talked a lot about the, the sense of danger. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was supposed to reflect his sort of dangerous living situation. Mm-hmm. I thought that's why his fantasies all, well, they didn't all, but they centred around sort of abuse in a way and yeah just Mm. fearing for your own safety at times Um, Mm. I thought that was part of his personality coming through in those scenes not personality but his his situation yeah I think the, the scenes in the bathroom those were sort of the real life scenes weren't they Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think I, that, that's what I got. So many butts. So many butts. 
I know. The first time I saw someone in really tight trousers, I was like, oh, that's a bit much. And then, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I had to reassess what a bit much was. (laughs) (laughs) I I went through a similar experience. Yeah, me too, I would say, as I (laughs) looked occasionally out of the train window to give myself a bit of a break. I thought the music was amazing, though. It had really good music. Yeah. Yeah, Was it classical music or was some of it original? Oh, I I don't know. It had... um, it credited to people with the score at the end. Okay. Don't know if that means they wrote well, it. But Fernando said some of it was Beethoven. No, no, no. I was comparing it to one of Beethoven's um, works, um, but no, it definitely wasn't uh, part okay. of um, part of the film. Uh, maybe there is a mix of original music and classical music. Yeah. Um, wow. So I had a question about the um, premise for the film. Mm. So mm. it reminded me of my own private Idaho in some ways. Yeah, me too. Um, and that had a lot about detaching from reality through his uh, falling asleep arbitrarily and stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, sort of, it's not really related to that, actually, now that I've said that out loud. Um, so we saw this film as this, yeah, this young guy who was a prostitute and we saw his uh, fantasies to escape from it and they were all sexual and for the, mm-hmm. for the sake of this film. Would yeah. you see... The same film with a female prostitute. Would anyone ever make this. that film? I think so. Because I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this occurred to me as I was watching it, because I, I was watching it, I was thinking, you know, why do I hate this so much? Like, <laughs> And I realised it, it is because I have no interest in looking at like men masturbating. And then I thought, so it, it, is this just because I'm not gay? Like, And I tried thinking during each scene from, from that point, if these were all women, would I find this more appealing? And the, the answer is obviously yes. Um, but yeah, I, th- I mean, there must be similarly like artistic, <laughs> artistic straight porn films. Um that would have a similar kind of thing. I get the closest we've maybe watched was Une Femme et Une Femme. Yeah, mm. but I'm just but I'm more thinking about this weird kind of glamorization of his role as a sex worker. Oh, was it glamorized? Well, it was shown that even when he escapes, that's the world he escapes into, is one where he's in power. It was usually him exploiting other people. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, you so know, the idea. Sorry, everything was golden. You know, I, there was there was certainly elements of uh, luxury and opulence. Yeah. And these fantasies. 
Mm-hmm. So whether you translate that as glamorizing it, I don't know. But certainly he, yeah. I don't know. We tend to, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm still working this out. Um, but yeah, just given how women are portrayed in a similar position, I think it would be very strange if we then imagined them as them fantasizing about sexually exploiting people hmm. in their downtime. Yeah, so if we had a female prostitute, we'd expect their their dreams, their escapes to be about getting out of all of this and settling down and having a family. We wouldn't expect their their fantasies to be about um about more sex, but with them as as a yeah. a dominant partner. That and I don't sounds know if- like a, like an us problem. Absolutely. But yeah, then, yeah do... maybe there is a, a film like that, but yeah. Um, well, I was just looking up the article that I first read, um, and maybe not a film, but your comment player reminded me of this little paragraph, which he, I guess he was justifying the kind of pictures that he was he was taking. He said that they, the gay pictures at the time were badly lit and uninteresting. He said, Playboy had girls in furs, feathers, and lights. They had faces like beautiful angels. I didn't understand why boy pictures weren't like that. So maybe not in film, but something similar would be, Mm. I guess, uh, men's magazines. And just by reading this little paragraph, I'm reminded of the event that was previously organized. Maybe it's still organized by Victoria's Secret. Um, where Victoria's Secret's angels are prayed in wings. Uh, I'm somehow reminded of that um, by your comment. I'm not sure if, if it's somewhat related to what you were saying. I, I don't know what that is, the Victoria's Secret. Um, it's like a runway where women with um, underwear and wings... Just walk oh. in the wrong runway. Oh, okay. Just for fun. Uh, I well, I guess I'm not sure if it's just for fun. They're also advertising me. Uh, oh, it's Victoria's Secret. Yes, uh-huh. like they sell underwear, don't they? Yes. Uh, I see. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm. Yeah. I... Yeah, I don't know if it comes back to the idea that women just aren't supposed to enjoy sex. And so mm. if it had been about a woman, the last thing she would be thinking about was having sex because it's just suffering for her to have to have sex. Whereas, you think if someone made that film, it would take that trajectory? Yeah, that's mm. especially at that time, I feel like yeah, it would be really It's, really it's really awful, strange. isn't it? Because this only happened... Like, I, I don't feel like... I mean, I think this film is deeply unusual. Like, we don't see a lot. Mm. I mean, I get we... Mm. I, I, I suppose we do, like, men's fantasies take up a lot of cinema. But the, but this is so specifically about, like, gay male fantasies that it's that it's really, you know, I, I think it's doing... I'm sure it was quite shocking at the time. I don't know. Yeah, you're what right. This I was a, a highly unusual and provocative film. Mm-hmm. So we could imagine, yeah, if, we, if we're imagining that there was a something like this with a woman in the center yes. of it, it why why couldn't it also be as as unusual and provocative yes, right. yeah. as a maybe mm-hmm. uh, but that's yeah I, I think that's 
that's what would have been interesting about this if you imagine this film with a woman as the central mm-hmm. character. Um, that 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 would still have been surprising and unusual. Yeah, it's still, it's still a, respo- a response to like a culturally extremely repressive and mm. of of homosexual of sexuality. Yeah. Know? So it's it w- it wouldn't surprise me if if there was a film like this about about a woman that focused on female desire and erotica, even if she was a sex worker. Okay. But no, I, I think it's a good point because I think next pick. that would be <laughs> see what I can find. Pretty woman, is that sorry, I was just gonna say it would be a, a, a different dynamic somehow. Yeah. And maybe and yeah, it I wonder if it would have been celebrated. Been. Because well, I, yeah, no, I just wonder obviously like there was a need for something like this that it was I don't know, I don't I think it flopped at the time, I don't know eventually became kind of a cult following because there was an audience for it. I think yeah. your question is interesting whether people would be as, you know, are women as interested? I don't know. I'm sure mm. they are, but not in, maybe not in this way. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what were you going to say, Michael? Well, those were, those were six excellent half sentences. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to move on a little and say, what do we think of the uh, caterpillar cocoon butterfly thing that was going on was he emerging from his cocoon as a butterfly this sounds like symbolism to me michael ah have we got the flute i i certainly do have the flute um oh i love it more and more every time Uh, excellent flute (laughs) Uh, so he was a butterfly Yes, and he was emerging from his cocoon at the beginning of the film. Mm. Okay, a few say so. so. Well, we we saw a a butterfly emerging from from its cocoon at the beginning of the film, and then the whole thing was about him. Didn't we um, see kind of penis in a cocoon as well? Did we? <laughs> I, I, mean, it's entirely possible. I didn't know what I was looking at. Most of the film was penises. Um, in any case, were we meant to think this was his his emerging as a as a gay man who understood who he was and was ready to start having sex with lots of men? I don't know. I didn't take it that way. I don't think. I thought it was about his potential to be a butterfly because when in his apartment we have a shot of the butterfly encased in glass and dead. Oh yeah. So that's when he's in the apartment. But when he's in the fantasy dream world, the butterfly is is alive and he sort of and it's floating on his genitals. Yeah. So he's imagining is is he the butterfly and now he's free? Is he imagining that is the butterfly literal? Like there's there's a dead butterfly in his apartment, so he's imagining that it's alive and has its own freedom and is its own autonomous being. Yeah. Probably not. I think he's probably the butterfly and it's probably quite simple. I don't yeah, know. is it like he's the butterfly and so he's free and he can fly everywhere, but at the same time he's a butterfly encased in glass? Yeah. So even though he's got this freedom, it's still restricted, something like that. And then mm. at the end, we see a caterpillar, don't we? That's the the final mm. like shot of the film, maybe. Is it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. There's a, a caterpillar like crawling around again. I don't oh. know if that was him returning to his cocoon or something. That's quite nice. Well, he does does crush a butterfly doesn't he 
Is that the butterfly? Okay. Yeah, at one point. Hmm. Quite near the end as well. And I just saw the butterfly and then I realised he was also holding his penis um, in the same yeah. hand and it was, it was a very upsetting moment. <laughs> That's why it stuck with me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, the butterfly. Oh. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, we get to that final scene through a clever, like, cracked mirror turns into cobweb type thing, don't we? So I feel like there's something about nature and returning Mm. to nature and his natural state or something. Because it's in these dreams that he's a butterfly and free. Yeah. That's good. That's very good. The the spiderweb crack candle thing threw me. Yeah. I mean, it all did, but that particular, I was like... (laughs) That that point, everything else you were fine with, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the rest was all simple for you know communism. What a... <laughs> yeah, but who was Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> he was Jesus in the end. He did Jesus on the cross. He penis out. Well, he sort of did a cross. He held his arms up in a sort of very Jesus pose. I thought. Oh, I missed that. I don't know if that was on purpose. There was some religious choral singing, wasn't there? They were singing Hallelujah mm. at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Am I am I too cynical to say that a lot of this was just kind of nonsense to to carry more erotica? Not at all. I think the director said that his primary aim was aesthetic beauty. Right. And literally, like to quote him, gay wackle fantasies. <laughs> right, so... okay. So maybe if we're looking here for, oh, is he the butterfly? Is the mirror a... Glass case that is it? Is it just these are striking things to have on film, and well, it catches me- the eye, and then you enjoy the men doing their things. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the director thought. I suppose he's put these in. Let's let's interpret them, baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's messages you're after. Go to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh. <laughs> Fernando, did you when you were watching it? Did you think, I wonder what this means? Yes, did you just enjoy was, the aesthetic. Well, I I did fall in love with with the protagonist. Um, I <laughs> wanted to know his name, except I couldn't find it. Wasn't apparently his pseudonym is Bobby Kendall, except mm. I couldn't find his real name. But apart from falling in love with him, I I was not understanding anything. I was like, oh, what is this? I just what is this? <laughs> What is this? Um, And then the film ended, and I still did not know what it was. (laughs) I think you've captured something of all of our experiences. Yeah, I couldn't summarize it better. Maybe this is just like going uh, through a contemporary art museum, isn't it? Just walking around the aisles, not understanding anything, and that's the point. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I suppose that's consistent with it being about dreams, isn't it? Because dreams don't make any sense. Why should yeah. this make sense? Yeah, the whole thing was like a weird, big, horny dream, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it would have been good to watch in the cinema. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! All I needed was strangers <laughs> sitting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> one of those cinemas at like two in the morning. <laughs> lights down low. In fairness, the lights are low in all cinemas. That's yes, the true. <laughs> it was one of the ones where they don't bring the lights back up at the end. <laughs> Imagine if you were immersed in it and it was just really assaulting your senses. Because it was I a sense it was a sensory film. It was a sensory experience. It was like Leviathan. How many times do I talk about Leviathan? It really Quite a lot. made, it, made yeah. an impression on me. But yeah, this kind of it's more about how something feels than than what it makes you think. But maybe, well, maybe not what it makes you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feel very unsettled, uncomfortable. <laughs> kind of wanted to turn it off. Yep. But was sort of entranced. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, I don't know if I was. I was desperately making myself watch it so that I would have something to say. <laughs> I would. Was... I would not have lasted the full hour. Hmm. A nice ten minutes. That that would have been nice. No, that would have been too short. Would it? Hmm. Interesting. Twenty. 20, maybe yeah, half an 20 hour? Yeah, minutes, 20 minutes would have been fine. <laughs> 20 minutes was the first time I checked how far through it was. Me too! <laughs> That's I was like, long... oh god, I thought I was about halfway. That's <laughs> how long our attention span lasts. I guess so, That's my attention span when I'm watching gay porn. Yeah. yeah. I did actually, on while we're on symbolism, googled... I don't. I never do this because... I don't want to be influenced by other people's thoughts, but I was genuinely curious to know if there was any symbolism before we came in. So I Googled pink narcissist symbolism. And then I saw, I read the thing that popped up immediately was that the, the flowers represent femininity and platonic love. But what I didn't realize was that I was just getting some symbols for the actual, there's an actual flower called pink narcissus. And then yeah. was giving oh. the symbolism for this. And I, but before I realized that, I was like, huh, <laughs> femininity and platonic love. Yeah. Okay. That's something. <laughs> the opposite of what I just watched. That's interesting. <laughs> well, they got wildly different interpretations from me. Um, that so being yeah, said, maybe... I think there was something a bit vaginal about the petals. <laughs> um, also, I think maybe... he's the petals. Sorry. Go on. He he is the petals. Well, he's very delicate and translucent and graceful, and and he's a waif. And the petals are just drifting around him. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe now's a good time to address the, the narcissus thing. Oh, right, um, yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, he famously fell in love with his own reflection. Mm. Um, and I think in all of the scenes, the protagonist is engaged with himself Yeah. in some and form. A lot of time looking at himself in the mirror, right? Yeah. Mm. Presumably the the pinkness is because that's a gay colour. It's what <laughs> gay men like. They like pink. That's that's how it works, isn't it? I guess that is how it works. Um Yeah, okay. So he was in love with it. this made me think of um this made me think of again, brick up your ears, mm. where there was the the scene where they're reading his diary, talked about standing in front of a full-length mirror, 
and having a lovely long slow wink and are you sure that says wink no i'm not sure at all um, and i wondered is this a an established thing that there are that there are a, a number of people who who somehow find some satisfaction from looking at themselves and if so is that connected to the gay scene in the 70s hmm. or is this just coincidence that this has come up in two different things because yeah, as someone who's straight, it's a it it's a an interesting thought. The idea that yeah, you know, sort of a, that that would do very little for me because I'm a man and I'm not interested in looking at men. Um, but if you were gay, is that is there something in that? So this is where I feel like a um, a heterosexual making if if a heterosexual had made this film, I would say that's them being. Uh, ignorant and saying oh well you know if you're gay then you must find yourself attractive because yeah because that you know the the part Mm -hmm. of heterosexuality where you don't just fancy everyone of the other gender doesn't really translate for people (laughs) and they assume that if you're gay you fancy everyone of your preferred gender um including yourself but the (laughs) fact that these have come from you know people who actually are homosexual then I'm guessing that's not the reason um, yeah yeah don't know mm. it was a long way of saying I don't know <laughs> any thoughts from either of you two? it did uh... confuse me many times when he was playing multiple characters was he? <laughs> yeah yeah he did that a lot mm. yeah it was an interesting one mm. huh. maybe just one of those yeah, things I don't know Hmm. Another thing that occurred to me when I was thinking about about genders and mm. and things like this, if they had made this all about a lesbian and uh, all about a, a woman, but it mm. was it was the same kind of thing. Um, I imagine a lot of the audience would be straight men who would find that mm. engaging. Yes, because there's this sort of I guess slightly fetishistic thing around straight men being interested in lesbians, and I, but am I, I right in thinking that doesn't really exist the other way around with straight women and gay men? Well, women don't like sex, so. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, no, not necessarily. I think there's a there's a genre market for that. Yeah, okay. It's a thing. It's not. I get like. Clear image. It's not spoken of that much. Like, I just yeah. in general, that's the problem with repressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sexuality doesn't talk about it that much. But so could could there be like a again in terms of the the erotic part of the film mm-hmm. is is straight women or a, a subset of straight women a, a significant <clears throat> part of an audience that would find this interesting? Is there an it audience felt that like would it was... find this interesting? Mm. Felt like it was mostly aimed at gay men. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely think it was because it was speaking at, at about the gay man experience and and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, but yeah, I just wondered if there was that that other side of it. This this other group of outsiders who would find this like mm. erotically engaging. But I don't know. What all heterosexual women? Any heterosexual <laughs> women? Um, well, sexuality is complex and fluid. Yeah. Is That's d- not an answer. <laughs> 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 he could have said that to anything I'd asked. 
<laughs> what would you like for dinner? Heterosexuality is complex and fluid. There's no such thing as heterosexuality. That's my stance. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Ah, just a thought anyway. No, it's a good, yeah, it's interesting. It's, yeah, um, it's a good sorry, point. Go but um, certainly culturally, women don't talk about their interest in porn. Yeah. yeah okay. And their preferences and, yeah. So we'd have to do an anonymous survey to figure out <laughs> Figure yeah. out who's interested in this. Have Pop you a poll look- in the chat. Me and Claire. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> Wilf, what do you like to watch? Um, have you ever seen any of the statistics that get put out by Pornhub? No. no. So there's a yeah. website. Do they had a research department? They kind of do. Like that it it's such a I think it's such a big website now that so many people use that they they kind of can say quite a lot about what people in different countries are interested in mm. and what people of different uh like age ranges or genders are interested in it's really bizarre stuff that they like things that you would never think oh people in that country are really into that thing that's very surprising and um you know can you think specific- of any examples cuz uh, I can't now oh. uh but no there's they it's a, a weird thing that you'd think like what why are they spending their time collating this and like publishing it for people but it's <laughs> it's weirdly interesting mm. some of this these reports that they put out um yeah cool i think so i, heard I feel once like that... they would be able to answer questions like like mine but i don't know yeah sorry what what were you saying oh nothing i just Heard once on a podcast, actually the My Dad Wrote Porno podcast, that oh, the, yes. the UK loves incest porn. Okay. <laughs> We're quite a small island. How <laughs> 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 oh, funny. Yeah. yeah, it's things like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, How was this related to mutiny on the bounty oh well done <laughs> bloody hell and who were we all only men were allowed in the in the ship yep yeah it was a very male focused thing wasn't it mm. it's all about gay sex <laughs> yes. that's any film we watch with Laura oh, yeah, sorry that's an easy one isn't it <laughs> <laughs> um, something uh, to do with exploited plants. people becoming the exploiter. Oh, plants! Yeah, 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 yeah. It says spread plants, bread fruit. They all mean something. They all mean something about sex. Yeah, I'll die on that hill. Yeah, we <laughs> we had uh, we had Captain Bly's obsession with the breadfruit plants, um, and in this we had some obsession with himself. <laughs> In fact, it was nothing to do with plants at all, was it? People trying to come out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like Bly trying to get off the boat unconsciously. <laughs> is that him going back into his uh, cocoon at the end? <laughs> Maybe it was. Oh, God, there's so much to talk about Mutiny on the Bounty. I wish we'd watch that again. 
<laughs> so Laura and I got together for a two-hour lunch yesterday, and we spent what an hour and a half yeah. of that talking about mutiny on the bounty. There was so much more that we didn't talk about last time. But I think, as we said then, the um, I think we should wrap this up and go now is an important check and balance that stops us from just two of us talking for like two hours on the podcast. You said that. I disagreed. I thought we should have been allowed to continue for as long as it took. (laughs) Four hour podcast. That's basically what happened with the Oscars, which is they did not know how long it would take and we we committed to it. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean the the final cut of the podcast was three and a half hours, wasn't it? Yeah. And we had to cut that down Brutal. a lot. <laughs> I think Can next time let's not edit. This was I was in a mindset that podcasts <laughs> shouldn't be that long. <laughs> oh, that's a fun idea. Wait, they're all live. We're live right now. <laughs> really? I'm not. You're, you're listening I'm, to uh... us live. <laughs> I suppose so. Will. Yeah. Any any other thoughts about about Pink Narcissus then? Mm, Anything I we don't, want to say? I don't think I liked it. I, but I mm. think I liked all the words I used to describe it, which made me think that I might have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so you liked films like this, but you didn't like this? No, God, no. No. Yeah. I like words. Claire, did you like it? No, I hated it. Yep. Fair enough. Fernando, did you like it? Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. Maybe it's more complicated than that. Thumbs sideways. I just mm-hmm. don't know anything. Um, well, I'm going to be bold and say that maybe this was not a good film. Yeah. Mm. Could could you say why? You mostly said sort of positive things. Uh, why was this not a good film? Uh, why was this not a good film? Um, I mean, it cannot be because I did not understand it because there are several good things that I did not understand. (laughs) (laughs) And that could contribute to it. Um, well, no, I, um, I just know that it felt like it was extremely long. Uh, Mm. Maybe it was not sufficiently engaging. Um, So it was, I guess it was, I guess that probably means that it was kind of boring. Um, Yeah. mm, Yeah, I thought it was boring. mm -hmm. So maybe boring films are not good. Yeah. Um, It's a bold statement. (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. I think I'm. I'd, I'd say I didn't like it as well. I thought it was. Again, I thought it. <laughs> I thought there was very sp- something very specific it was trying to do, which was to, uh, yeah, be a an erotic work of art for people who are into that kind of thing. And as it turns out, I'm not into that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and that's fine. But no, nah, not not very good. <laughs> oh well. I think that's how I feel also. When maybe do we, we last should all dislike it. Maybe we oh, should yeah. all um, film our own version of Pink Narcissus. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, this would be a good and make start it good. To... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could yeah. Get, we could start making things really weird, couldn't we? <laughs> Where am I going to find that many penises? <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for picking it anyway. I thought it was really interesting to think about and it mm. filled my train time, which was nice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, I, we don't often watch porn together, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. This is supposed that to be a nice. film club with all kinds of films, and this is a kind of film we haven't watched before, so good call. <laughs> well, I'm glad it contributed to the um, diversity of films. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Something at that. <laughs> and a nice interruption to just me constantly picking films about straight white men and then calling them all gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you prevented me from doing that. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I'm ready to finish. Yeah, should I play the music? Great. Yep. Lovely. I uh, I think we're all back in the hat. <gasps> so it could be anyone. Do you guys know what you're going to pick if it's you? No, but yes. I'm excited to panic choose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you know, Fernando? Um, pick Narcissus 2. Yes, it should pick be Pink Narcissus 2. Two narcissists. Narcissus two penis in the city. <laughs> Should we do the old uh, pair up and rock paper oh, scissors? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Claire That's and Fernando Royale. first. Okay, yeah, no fair enough. <laughs> Three, two, one. Scissors. Oh. Yes. That's Claire. Uh, so me and Laura can count us in. Wait a minute. Yeah, you you plan. <laughs> okay, I've planned. Three, two, one. Rock. rock. Hmm, interesting. Touché. You're both out. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Scissors. Rock. Damn. Yeah. You doubled down. I didn't I did. think you'd double down. <laughs> I'm not usually you... a double downler. <laughs> we stared each other <laughs> down and... Uh, and you blinked first. I mean, I blinked first. Um, so, Claire or Laura? <laughs> yep. Are you ready? Yes. Three. Wait, no. Two. Sorry, I'm just. Oh. Give me a. Give me a minute. Oh my god, the pressure. Yep. Have a think. <laughs> Your options are paper. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else do I have? <laughs> uh, you've got rock. Okay. Anything else? Um, Anything yeah, else the in other the shop? one. No, the other one's the sort of advanced one that you only say if you're really skillful. Okay, two pounds for a rock, please. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Rock. Paper. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. Keep my very much showed my arse there. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the saying, is it? <laughs> showed my hands. So I've got bums on the brain. Showed your arse while while waving a sort of matador flag. And... <laughs> Claire, have you got a panic decision for us? I do, and it's only because I currently have it downloaded on my computer. It's Brilliant. Le Visiteur. Okay. Um, right. Which was remade by Hollywood, and I don't think we should watch that version. Um, I don't know when the one I want to watch is made, but it's... 1993? That sounds about right. It's got the guy from Leon the Professional in it. Ooh. Nice. Um, and it's a French film. Yeah. 
1993, and it looks like it has a medieval knight in it. That's the one. Great. Excellent. Les Visiteurs, 1993. 